Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Carlos on My Life Without Limits on episode number seven, I believe. I've lost. Uh, okay. <laughs> we we we. I just remember every time there's season two instead of the episodes. Yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> Sometimes I don't have good memory. Um. But anyways, um. Before I go into or we go into introducing our wonderful guest today i want to introduce my co-host leah hi leah how are you doing today i'm good carlos thank you how are you i'm very well it's a little bit hot inside my apartment but we'll make it happen we'll see what happens summer's summer's coming we're getting there it is (laughs) it is we're getting there thankfully hopefully no more no more of that white stuff that i don't want to see the word yeah exactly hopefully, hopefully no more than that so uh, yeah, but Leah, I will want to uh, let you introduce our wonderful guest today to the wonderful audience, mm-hmm. and then maybe at the end of the at the end, before the end of the episode, we can remind our audience about our little buy Leah a coffee, which is not really <laughs> buy you a coffee, is more <laughs> yeah. so buy a coffee for this podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, but we'll fundraiser. We'll touch base <laughs> on that before the end of the episode. So yeah, yeah. I'll, let, I'll let you introduce our wonderful guests. So. All right. Yes, everybody can welcome our new friend, Christy from Sparks Organizing, not Spanx. I always want to say Spanx because I just a little, I, you know, I don't know, dyslexic maybe, but I always, for some reason, want to say Spanx. And, but it is Sparks um, Organizing and organizing is a big deal. So Christy, welcome. Thank you for joining us. So if you could just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your business. That's wonderful. Yes, it's, it's Sparks. It's funny <laughs> that you you say that though, Leah, because uh, it, that was actually a marketing ploy for me to, to name it Sparks. Yeah, I love it. Catchier, people remember it. But yes. um, <laughs> thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. My name is Christy. I'm the owner and founder of Sparks Organizing. I'm based out of Calgary, Alberta. Mm-hmm. Um, myself and my team, we offer in-home organization and we also offer virtual organizing. So, um, we've done virtual organizing. So what that means is maybe you live in Montreal or maybe you live in North Carolina. Um, we just do a call and then we can create you a space plan and then you execute that plan on your own. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So it kind of gives a little bit more reach as well too. So we can help people because we do have a lot of people that kind of reach out Mm -hmm. to us from different parts of the world. And then um, in regards to in-home organization, we basically come in and it's exactly as it sounds. We organize your space for you, whether it be your Mm -hmm. kitchen and your pantry, or maybe your kid's toy room or your closet or your mud room or bathrooms, linen closet. I mean, you name it. Um, Right now we're starting to get into garage season. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we're starting to get a lot more garages on the books. Um, Yes. Because we're starting to warm up, but um, we basically come in and we create practical functional solutions. So we want to be able to create a organizational system that's going to work for yourself and your family. So by the time that we leave, you're able to find everything easily. You're able to put it back. Everybody else in the household knows where it goes back. Yes. That's also key in maintaining (laughs) organization. Yep. And um, honestly, just help you focus on other things in your life. The last thing you want to do is focus on a, a you know, mudroom and where the heck do I put mm-hmm. my mittens, right? It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> if so we true. can create, okay, children, this is where you put your mittens, then it makes it yeah. a little bit easier on parents. So, yeah. No, I love that. And, you know, for everybody listening, the reason that we have Christy on is because she donates um, used items from her, the jobs that she does with clients to our go green for CP, our recycling program. And she posted a really great photo, which was so nice of one of our um, ambassadors when she was dropping off a donation. So I thought, you know what, as a thank you, would like to have you on the podcast, but also just, yeah, to learn more. And I think organization, especially when it applies to people with ADHD and other disabilities, it can be a life changer to get organized. Yeah, it's huge. And it can really take away that stress and that overwhelm. Um, And then with your ambassadors, I can't say enough. Um, They see me probably two, three times a week. And I'm dropping (laughs) off donations because that's part of our services is we take donations with us. So a lot of times I'm running into Tim, 
Yep. Or Bruno. Um, (laughs) So, so I walk up and they're like, Oh, there's Christy. (laughs) Um, But it's really nice because then I can form relationships with them. And then they like to kind of, kind of hear a little bit of background story on my clients that day. So they'll go, okay, Ah. what did you do today? Did you do a hoarder or, or, you know, so they, they like to kind of know what types of, um, what types of items that I'm coming in with. So it's, it's always kind of a fun time to see them. No, I love that. And I was so, I appreciated that photo so much because like I never get to interact with our ambassadors because I'm for one in Edmonton and, you know, I just never get a chance to, and we always talk about wanting to highlight them more. And, you know, the operations team, we've talked about how we can get people to take selfies when they drop off their donations, just so we can really include them in everything we're doing. Cause that's a huge part. And Carlos works in our call center and with the operations. So he knows, you yeah. know, how important it is for those guys to be out there in the, hot and in the rain and in the cold you know like the work that they're doing is is really great oh yeah around the clock I mean sometimes I pull up and they're sitting in a chair and they're sunning themselves (laughs) (laughs) and I pull up I'm like okay we got ourselves a slow day today don't we yes (laughs) (laughs) and they're like well I'm catching some rays (laughs) and I'm like well I got a full truck bed so get your muscles ready like that's right awesome but it's so good yeah you've always hired really good people and and i've been Mm -hmm. dropping off donations with you guys for about four years now so it's awesome see and i never knew that like it's something like especially with me doing the social media i want to know these things because i do want to promote your work and and support you so i'm just really glad that we have this really nice open communication with the operations now so i can start you know yeah, that's what we want to do. Those kind of relationships are the best. That's awesome. So, Christy, are you allowed to uh, share a little bit a story that you think was pretty cool for the audience to hear about what you have done with like a successful story of like I don't know helping somebody change their life by organizing their I don't know a kitchen or a room, a bedroom, or whichever you have organized because i'm pretty sure you have organized many 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 houses and many many places are you you able to to share that with us would you be okay with that i think um if you remember no yeah i think the biggest ones that kind of stand out in my mind that make the greatest impact are um when we're helping seniors or or elderly when they've lost a spouse yeah yeah that seems to be a very big transition time a lot of times if they've been married and they've been together for a very long time, mm-hmm. um, just helping them go through those items and how we can organize it. And especially if it's an unexpected passing, um, just being able to be there for them in terms of helping them sort through items. Because I think a lot of times, especially through grief and loss, mm-hmm. there's a lot of mental overwhelm and exhaustion um, through the grief that just makes you go, I just can't go through my husband's pilot license or all of his pilot things or, or whatever it might be. And, mm-hmm. um, and one client stands in mind and, and she just, she had always had a very neat and orderly home, um, very organized. And then after her husband passed and it was quite sudden, um, she says she felt that she passed away with him. Yeah. And with that, she started letting things go in her home Mm -hmm. and it just started becoming more and more clutter and overwhelm. And then she just didn't know where to start. Yeah. And for us being able to walk into that house and be able to go room by room by room and help her and coach her through the space and then be able to organize things and figure out what was donate, what she no longer needed. Cause she was also di- downsizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find those types of organization sessions really are impactful because we can really make a huge difference. It's yeah. one thing going in and organizing a busy family home, you know, their pantry or something like that. So their kids can get their snacks and mm-hmm. they can get out the door faster for sports. I'm not saying that's not as impactful, but I just mm-hmm. find with those really big life altering transitions, mm-hmm. really, we can really help coach them and guide them through. So then that way they can reclaim their space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's incredible. I think that's, 
like, yeah, life changing for somebody. So you're more than just, you know, you're almost like really walking them through a vulnerable moment. Like, well, really you see people that are quite vulnerable. I mean, even I've been one of those people that if we are, we do have somebody coming in to, you know, clean up a little bit. I clean before because I don't want them to be like, and it's not that bad. (laughs) No, but I'm glad you brought that up because honestly, that's, I think that's the number one thing that we get is so many people are like, please don't judge me. And it's not usually this messy or they cringe when they have to show me the space. Um, But the thing is, is that one, I'm there to help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two, we offer no judgment because honestly, we have seen everything. Yeah. 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 And by everything, I mean, everything, Everything. we've seen everything. So nothing surprises us at this point in time anymore. And and three, that's why we're there. That's why you've hired us. And and that's the thing. And that's the beauty of home organization is we're opening spaces that people usually close when they have guests over. They're like, oh, gosh, my mother in law is coming over. You know, maybe you've got you had a fancy dinner party, let's just say, and you laid a tablecloth down. Well, maybe everybody's helping you clean up. And then everyone's just like, oh, I can bring these linens up to your laundry room. That's the fear of judgment. People are like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Just leave it on the stairs. I can bring it up to the lunchroom. Don't worry about it. Right. Because people automatically cringe and they're think, okay, my friends are going to judge me based Mm -hmm. on how disorganized and how messy my laundry room is. Mm -hmm. When really the majority of people are going to walk in your laundry room. They go, no, yeah, mine looks the same. Yeah. And they're going to feel humbled and like camaraderie out of it. Cause they're going to go, Oh, okay, good. Yeah. My laundry room looks like this too. (laughs) Yeah. I always say, yeah. Like, don't mind the mess. We live here. (laughs) You know, exactly. That's exactly (laughs) it. And and then that's another thing too. I I always get feedback. People say, wow, like your must, your house must be so organized and it must look so nice. And, and yes, while I admit that it is fairly organized, I have two children. I have Mm -hmm. a husband. Mm -hmm. I have a giant dog that's messy and drags his toys everywhere. So yes, while the, the functionality is there, mess yeah. still happens because we live here. Yes, exactly. Reality. No one's house is perfect. And trust me, I've been in hundreds of homes. <laughs> no one's house is perfect. That's, yeah. actually, that's actually a good point because I used to be a person that is like, oh, my house is so messy or not anymore. My house is pretty clean, but... <clears throat> my I used to live with a couple of roommates before I'm not going to put them under the, the I'm not going to say any names but <laughs> it was it was not really that clean and it was really embarrassing to bring people over or having people mm-hmm. over in the house because it's I didn't like the mess around the house but it's true when you're saying that every house has a little bit of a mess mm-hmm. it's completely true uh <clears throat> I always get to see all this wonderful, you know, home decor uh, houses where they're on TV. They're always very nice and very mm-hmm. nice decorated, very clean. And you're like, my house has to be like that, you know, and my house needs to be like that. But it's it's not true. Like behind the scenes, it might be like you said, it might be a dog running around with their with their toys on yeah. and and situations like that. So it's important to clarify that because some people including me i get freaked out when there's like mess around the house at some Mm. point mostly when you're sick you know and you can't really clean because you don't have the energy to do it Mm. or like you're coughing or you're sneezing and you need to be in bed because Mm -hmm. you know you can't really have the energy to do it then that's when you feel like kind of useless a little bit in a way because you're like i need to clean but i can't really clean (laughs) yep yeah no that's true yeah. And have yeah. you found like through the pandemic that people spending more time in their homes have come to realize that maybe they're not as functional and like, have you, did you notice like any, did it slow down during the pandemic or did it actually like you find more people reaching out for help? Um, at the very beginning of the pandemic, it, it slowed down because um, obviously I couldn't go into homes. Mm-hmm. And then also, a lot of people start organizing their own homes because mm-hmm. they had an opportunity to be in their space and actually feel it. Yeah. And yeah. see it. Um, so I feel like at the very beginning, it was obviously slow, but that's primarily yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't go into homes anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But once I was given the green light to go into homes, I mean, I've been busy. Good. Yeah. Busy, well. Yeah. It's been very, very busy. And I think, I think though, too, prior to the pandemic, um, a lot of times when I had started my business, a lot of people would say, oh, like what's a professional organizer? And they didn't, they weren't really familiar with mm-hmm. what my, my position or what my job entailed. Um, and then since the pandemic, we obviously have had two Netflix best-selling shows, the home edit. Yes. Um, and so then people are starting to become a little bit more aware and they're like, Oh, wait a second. This is a thing. Um, so it's definitely become a little bit more bigger as well. Yeah. That's, I was going to mention that too. Cause I, I watched a couple episodes. I didn't, mm. I watched the Reese Witherspoon one and mm-hmm. one other one, I think I just wanted to see her clothes. <laughs> from all her movies and stuff. But yeah, it's really interesting and how you can, you know, tailor it to people's lives. So do you, have you worked with any clients that have disabilities or anything like that where you've had to like kind of almost like, I don't know if you had to learn something new or is it something you already knew or is organization and function the same for everybody? So no, it's not the same for everybody. Um, I don't set up any two spaces the same Mm -hmm. on average. The principles are going to be there. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it depends on who's in the home, how many people are in the home, um, who's reaching for things, especially Mm -hmm. in kitchens, you know, is, is both partners, uh, cooks, or is it just one partner that's a cook and are they a chef or are they just more of a takeout kind of cookers? Like, there's so many factors that take into determining on how we all organize the space. Yeah. Um, some families, even with their children, they don't, you know, their child, they do everything for their children. So we don't need to have things accessible for their children. And then there's some families where they're like, no, my three-year-old puts away the dishes. Yeah. Like <laughs> their own dishes. So we, we, yes. we obviously organize to tailor specifically to that, to that home and that family in regards to disabilities. I've dealt, um, most of my clients have had like, um, like more, more mental health. So like ADD, ADHD, um, I've had some in regards to physical disabilities in regards to like, you know, severe onset diabetes or Alzheimer's and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, we have not worked with anyone that's, uh, in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. as of yet. Um, and it's interesting that you do ask me that because I wanted to ask you guys what Mm -hmm. I could do from my perspective for when the time comes that I do have someone that's like that, what is something that I need to come in mind Mm -hmm. when organizing their space? Like what advice can you give me? Yeah. Well, like with Carlos, he uses, he's got canes like that he uses. So, I mean, yeah, he would even be different from somebody because you can walk around and, but you can't always reach up because you've got your, your canes. Yeah. So it's, it's harder for everybody because I think, I think uh, for me, for example, to speak about myself, when you put, and there's a a friend of mine comes, what, what is it? Once every, once every week or something like that to help me, uh, put stuff uh, that I cannot do, like I cannot vacuum that well. So she comes and vacuum and do some stuff like that. But when she puts, because there's a couple of things that I noticed when she put the, the sugar on the top shelf and you're not able to reach it, and that's when when it gets complicated. And with a person with a wheelchair, it's even worse because he's sitting down or she's sitting mm-hmm. down, right? Yeah. So so you, you have to find a way that that person can actually reach or there's like a like a little tool that they have some of them that's like a reachable kind of like a stick that you can hold it up and like press it on so but it depends on the person like with me sometimes I find that I need to use my crutches to kind of like reach out to the top shelf but then I realize if I do that and something has glass on it then Mm. if I if I don't catch it it breaks and once it breaks you have to like clean up all the stuff and 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 or you can cut yourself or stuff Mm -hmm. like that so sometimes you like the other day, I can tell you, I wasn't able to reach the sugar. So I wasn't able to do something with sugar. So I was a little bit frustrated because 
there's nobody I live alone, there's nobody at home, and uh, some people with disabilities like to live alone, some of them don't, right? Mm -hmm. And but I like to live alone, right? So, uh, for me to reach the sugar, I'm not gonna ask my neighbor who might not be at home at that time because she might be out or she might be uh, at work still, and I might have to reach the sugar and I can't do that, right? So, every, every person is, is different. Uh, and and the, if you get to work with somebody in a wheelchair, the best way to 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 figure out with the organization is just to ask what what what's easier for them because mm -hmm. for every person it might be easiest to do some things that others that others can can it can be different. You know what I mean? So it's 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 like Leah says it's it's different for everybody. That's that's mm -hmm. a different thing, right? So yeah, but adaptive tools would be good to look into. Yeah. Too, just to tools. see what there is out there for people um who like the grabber and you know there's always stuff out there and i yeah i would assume that a lot of stuff that might fall that you don't want to break but i mean that's almost for everybody but i mean i would just walk around the house with them and and just take note of everything in their yeah in their reach but i think i would just say show me like tell me exactly because i mean yeah it's that's it would be interesting though to see that like it is, it is. you know to see yeah. like what would be different because i know like with a lot of adapted homes like, like everything will be lower yeah but then still within that space you want things to be more organized and and functional and because if everything you have it everything lower it's i find it personally i don't know depending on how big your space is but i find it that it's hard to organize because everything feels cram right so, mm. so when everything is crammed, you feel like, okay, even if this is organized and it's all crammed, it doesn't look organized because it's all together. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it depends on how big your, your, like I said, how big your space is. Like, for example, my space is so small, well, not small, but it's relatively small compared to other apartments. And so I, I have to have items on, on higher spaces because otherwise, if they're in the lower spaces, it's all cramped up or it's all like unorganized. And that drives me, sorry, but that drives me crazy. In a way, <laughs> you know, that is all like, like not organized. You know, so. Yeah. So then I think in, in that regard, Carlos, because so I would be asking very similar questions to what I'm currently asking clients um, in regards to who uses the space, how to use the space and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. So would would a, like a rolling cart station be an idea for a solution? So yes. you can get these rolling carts. It has three tiers in that. And then maybe we can create that where, you know, that's a coffee station or whatever it might be. Mm. And then that way that can be moved and rolled around to how you can move around the kitchen. If you have, a, if, 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 if my clients had a smaller space. That's yeah. a great, that's a great idea. That's a great or idea. Like things if, they use every day. Like they're yeah. always going to have a coffee exactly. or a tea maybe some spices that they're going to always want for their food. Yeah. And yeah. I think okay. that's I a great idea. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I, I never, it never came across to me to have a rolling, rolling cart. Well, they're a good I, price point at Ikea. They, they really are. Nice. Yeah. My daughter has one just for like all her, she's like a million scrunchies. So she's got one with like a little basket of her scrunchies and then getting into makeup and hair accessories. Oh, yeah. And we started, but I know that I, I always wanted them for my books. I like it when they, people put their books on them. I don't know. Yeah. It's cute. <laughs> you feel like a librarian. maybe. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I've got cart. my, um, I've got my seedlings, my plants oh, yeah. on well, a rolling cart idea. right now. Um, Cause we have a, we have a garden box and mm -hmm. we're avid gardeners. And uh, so I always start my seeds in this yep. time of year beginning. So then I just roll my cart to where the sun's coming in through the window. Oh, that's a great, <laughs> see, that's so smart. That is, that is <laughs> my plants can follow the sunlight. <laughs> yes, I like that. <laughs> I really yeah. like that. And I ended up actually creating a rolling cart for my son when the pandemic first happened for his homeschooling. Because mm -hmm. I was just that's like, you need to have too. your own space. Like I can't handle your stuff all yeah. over my dining room table. Oh, yeah. yeah, we need to create a station for you. So the rolling yes. card is like, oh, it's like the best thing ever. Yeah, that's so yeah. smart. I have a feeling I'm going to need another one because my she, my daughter does. She's only 
well, she'll be turning 12 in June. So she's not going to listen to this, but I got her one of those tiny little fridges. Like it just holds like six cans Ooh, of fun. like pop if you were to, but I, you know, for, but you can buy those tiny little water bottles and stuff. Yeah. So I'm getting, I got her that for her birthday, but I, I know that she had said like, can I get like a, a rack for some snacks and stuff? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> because I watch all the TikToks about the um, restock when everybody's restocking their fridge and organizing their fridge. And there's this one that has this one drawer in their fridge and it's all the snacks for the kids and their drinks. I get it. I, the, the amount of times that it's like, you get a snack for your kid, they eat it. You sit down to read a book and they're like, I'm still hungry. And I'm like, I just, just want to sit down for like five minutes. <laughs> but if there was a nice drawer where they could just go and pick out whatever they wanted. I love watching those. They're so satisfying. <laughs> I'm not like that. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. It is very on trend right now, isn't it? Yes. I know. In yep. my house, I've got a snack drawer in the fridge and I've got a snack drawer in the pantry. Cause yes. Yeah. I do that with our school <laughs> snacks though. Cause I have yeah. step kids that come sometimes. So I always, I have to label school snacks, like, you know, don't Perfect. eat these ones, <laughs> but you can eat these ones. That's awesome. And it's just I easy. love that. Yeah. Easy to grab because there's many times where I go to make lunches and I'm like, there is nothing left because they've just been eaten. So you have to <laughs> just say here, here's where you, oh, you can go. I know. <laughs> so I have a few things, few things, but I do have the rule for myself of don't put it down, put it away because we have like a corner on our kitchen Island that will just, it attracts everything. And I used to have a tray there. Cause I always thought, well, if it's on a tray, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can just pick it up and move it. But it, oh my, everything like just random screws and toy, like just so much stuff. And I've, yeah, I've started that. Just put it away. Yeah. <laughs> Every home has that dump station. Yes. And the stairs, everything. I throw stuff on the stairs. because I'm like, yeah. And when everybody I go walks up, past it, but you exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, here, I'm putting this on the stairs. So I did see once where you can have baskets for all the kids, but we're not needing that anymore. But there was a time where I would have thought, you know what? Yes. Your basket's full. Take it up to your room, please. Yeah. (laughs) Please get it out of here. (laughs) That's true. It's just creating those systems within your home. Yes. And then keeping the habit of, you know, following through, but I know. We all have those junk drawers. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things. And that's what I, that's what I say to my clients as well Is when we're done doing the last session and or whatever areas in their home is I walk them through the space mm-hmm. and I go, okay, this is what we've done. This is where everything is. Some people do it hands-on with us, but the majority of my clients actually don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times it's kind of like a, a final review. So a reveal, sorry. So mm-hmm. I'll walk them through the space and I'll say, this is where your rags are. This is where your laundry soap is. This is where yada, yada, yada. And we walk them through the space. And I always ask them, is there something you want me to move? Mm. Is there something that needs to be tweaked in order Mm. so that, that you guys are able to maintain this? Because once I leave, it is your responsibility. Yeah. And the last thing you want to do is spend all this money and hire me and we come in and we do all of this and then you don't practice it. So it's definitely a conversation that we have on our way out the door. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and honestly, like I've got clients that we did two, three years ago and we've went into their homes just to do a refresh. Cause sometimes, you know, kids get older or, you know, things happen, you have more babies or whatever it might be. And we go back into the space and we refresh all the organizational systems that we put into place. Mm -hmm. And thankfully for the most part, they, they stay in place. Yeah. Um, so, so that's good. So the majority of our clients do practice upkeep and, um, practice the art of staying organized for sure, because it's definitely something that you need to change within your daily habits. And, and one thing that I do encourage to a lot of people is sometimes it could be overwhelming, but you know, maybe every night before you go to bed, set a five minute timer mm-hmm. Set on your stove, set it with, you know, Alexis or Google or whatever it might be and spend five minutes resetting your home. Yeah. 
Yes. So before you go to bed, maybe you put, you know, maybe the kids are in bed, but you notice there's a Nerf gun out or there's a baby doll out or whatever it might be. Maybe we put those back into the proper places, right? We put our notebooks back. We put our pens back. We put our glasses in the dishwasher. So when you wake up the next day, Mm -hmm. you're not waking up to, to mess and clutter because that can cloud your mind and that affects your, your mental mood and how you're going to address the next day. So if you spend five minutes before you go to bed, pick up and tidy up just, just those odd things. So when you wake up the next day, you're like, Oh, okay. It's not that bad. Yeah. But people would sleep better too. If they knew like everything is, you know, instead of lying in bed thinking, okay, now I got to put the dishes away tomorrow and, you know, do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. I should try that too. I have a Tupperware cupboard. We don't have a lot of cupboard space in this house right now. And I've got one Tupperware cupboard that it's one of those ones where you have to close it really fast. It's going to come out. And a volcano at you. Yeah. I always say this is, and I mean, I always blame it on like, well, the step boys come and if they empty the dishwasher, everything gets put away wrong and everything, this and that. And, but mm-hmm. it's really not their fault. It's, <laughs> it's me too. Yeah, it could be a system. So, and, so- and that's something too, is like, I mean, even with my children, my oldest, he's almost eight. And, um, you know, and sometimes he gets a little lazy with some things, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, with his dresser and putting his clothes away or the way that he falls, you know, he folds his clothes or his laundry or way he puts his Lego, um, you know, and that's, I say, I say that to a lot of parents. I'm like, I am annoying. Like a lot of parents are like, well, how am I going to get my kids to maintain the system? Well, you need to remind them it's yeah. habits. And that's it's our right. role as a parent is to teach them. Yep, exactly. Um, and you are raising capable children and these children are going to grow into adults. Yep. Mm -hmm. So unless you want them to be, you know, growing up and living into a home and then they're going to have chaos and papers and you can't Mm -hmm. close drawers in their kitchen and you can't, you know, find soy sauce in their fridge. Yep. Right. We need to be able to teach them these tools. Um, so yes, so there are times where I'm on my children and I'm like, you need to put your toys away. Yep. yep. You need to put your Barbies in the Barbie bin. Yes. Yes. In the Lego bin. Exactly. True. Sure. I have both those bins. Organized. <laughs> yeah. So how many how many weeks you usually spend with a client? Is it is it varies from client to client, or it, or is it or or do you put a goal and says, okay, I want this client to be done and with this client to be done in five weeks, with this client to be done in six, with this client to be done in two? Is it depend on the client? Depends on the client, depends on what spaces they want organized. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people are like, I just want my kitchen and pantry because it's our hub of our home Mm -hmm. and it causes me anxiety every day. And I don't even, I'm, I, I'm losing money because I, you know, in my pantry, I just throw things in and then that's where things go to die. And I didn't even know I had another can of tomato (laughs) soup. Yes. Um, so then I do my grocery list and I go and I buy more tomato soup. And then all of a sudden I find one at the back of the pantry and now it's expired. Yeah. So a lot of times that's usually how it happens is people are like, I want you to organize my garage because I just can't handle the overwhelm and I don't know where to start. Um, so it's, it's, it's traditionally a very specific space. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some people and we do offer moving services. So we have some clients where they're moving and they want to set up their brand new home mm-hmm. off on the right foot. So then mm, we will come and yes. we will unpack all their boxes and we will set those organizational systems from day one, the second they've moved into that home. Oh, wow. And then that way it's set up for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we have some clients where we do refresh services, where we come in once every three months and maybe they're just overly hectic, busy lifestyles and, you know, them their daily is just trying to get to bed on time so we mm-hmm. come in and we just try to help them and you know just refresh the systems that we put in place make sure everything's in bin maybe we file fold some more clothes hang things in categories so then that way they just feel a little bit better right it's kind of mm-hmm. like a maintain ma- maintenance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so it really depends and, and and we have some clients where they want their whole house done mm-hmm. so in that case then yeah we're probably there two days a week um, the average home two days a week for about six weeks on average mm-hmm. for us yeah. to organize the whole entire house. Yeah. Room by room type thing. Room by room. Yeah. yeah. And then we just basically how we do it is we just do from the biggest pain point to the least. Yeah. 
Sure. You tell me what area in your house causes you the most stress, the mm-hmm. most anxiety, and it's an area in your home where you walk in and you're like, I can't even handle it. And you turn around and walk out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where we start. That's where you start. Yeah. <laughs> Deal and with then that we work our way down the list. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. that. How did you get into this? Have you always been interested in this type of thing or how did you fall into this business? I, yeah, I was... I was raised by a single mom Mm -hmm. and um, there was me and my two brothers. So I, my mom is very naturally organized. Mm -hmm. So we had a spot for everything as children and same kind of thing. Like if we didn't put it away where we're supposed to go, she would remind us and we would have to redo it. Um, So my mom was very, very organized. And then I think after I had my first child, um, I was working corporate And it just kind of dawned on me, like life's too short. And Mm -hmm. I felt like where I was corporately, I wasn't fulfilling my life soul. Like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And I was just always very innately organized, even with me working corporate, people come into my office or my desk and they're like, wow, it's like really clean in here. (laughs) <laughs> where it's like really organized. And, I, and to me, that was just yeah. very instinctual and very innate. And I would always be like, well, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. So after I had my second, I was like, you know what? I just, I don't want to go back and work for someone else and make money for someone else yeah. and then have them dictate what my hours are going to be. Yeah. And with my first child, I went back to work when he was 11 months old and I missed his first steps. I was at work. Right. Yeah. That's tough. It was tough. Yeah. I went to the bathroom and cried for like 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) So I kind of had a moment of reflection and I thought, you know what, what am I good at? Mm -hmm. What do I love? I'm good at organizing. I love organizing. And then I thought, well, can I make a career out of this? And the rest is history. Yeah. I can understand that whole, I, after my daughter too, when I was ready to go back to work, I went, was in corporate too. And it was like, I just, yeah, I just hated it. You know, it was like, you had to be there at a certain time and then I would leave and have to drive across the city to get to daycare before I had to like start paying $5 every minute that I was going to be late. And it was like, nope. And then I was like, I knew I had to be back in nonprofit. So I'm so glad that I got back into this, but I had a day home for a little while just because I wanted to stay home. So I opened up a day home and that really wasn't really meant for me either. <laughs> wow. I mean, good for you to have that self-reflection and that knowledge to go, okay, wait a second, this isn't working. Cause yeah. I think a lot of people don't, you That's know, right. they don't take that, that leap based out of fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm noticing yeah. a little bit more of a shift since the pandemic. It's really mm-hmm. making me reevaluate, which I love. Yes. I love seeing that. Yes. I love people going, okay, well, wait a second. Like, what do I want to do with my life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and all these very home businesses. Yeah. yeah. All these like crafty businesses pop up and it's like, yes, yeah, see, like yes. we can love our jobs and we can make mm-hmm. something of it. Even if it's only part-time, you know, selling something on, you know, Etsy or going to markets or seeing that a lot. And it's like, yeah, better do what yeah. you love to do. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're, you know, helping people, yeah, mentally, mental health, you know, you're helping a lot of people, but what about your own mental health? What are you doing to keep that in check? Cause it is, it's hard. The um, next week is mental health week. And I think they're focusing on empathy and action about how, how to help others, but we all know you have to help yourself first before you can truly help others. So what do you do for yourself? Oh gosh, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it very well could be that you're, you have good mental health because you're helping other people's and it it is a good thing. I need to, I need to, to, but everybody Um, needs to, especially working moms. I don't know if, if, so if you've seen the videos on TikTok, have you, have you guys seen the one where it says, um, I no longer wanted to work a nine to five. So I started my own business. And so mm. now I work 24 seven, 24 seven. Yes. That's you. Emails all the time. You're probably constantly thinking, That's me. right? Like I, I, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to find those boundaries. And, and, and it's interesting because I also teach courses on how to be a professional organizer and how to start oh. a business professional organizer. 
And then I also do one-on-one mentorship. So I mentor people. Oh, oh. So a lot of times I'm constantly saying to my students or to people, and I'm saying, you know, like, you've got to set your boundaries. When are you going to email clients back? When are your work hours? When are you going to step away from your business? So I'm always teaching that, but I'm not necessarily practicing it myself. Exactly. Um, I do need to get better at it. I, I, I need to time block better. Yeah. So I'm going to be candid with you. Honestly, truthfully, I'm not doing a ton. I do make sure that I unplug before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I do. I understand that. I, I totally understand. You you put your cell phone away and you're done for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to keep it real with you guys because (laughs) that's that's what this is about. Yep. (laughs) No, that's what this is about. Maybe I always, I know I did the same thing with, um, every Thursday I post a kid's mental wellness post, Mm -hmm. just like tips and stuff. And my daughter, like she's got major anxiety and stuff. And it took me a while to go, Hey, like I'm posting things for everybody else for their kids, but I'm not, I'm not doing it for my own child. Mm -hmm. So it took a while for me to realize that I should be, you know, transferring that knowledge that I'm getting over to her, you know, rather than, you know, but it was like, yeah, take your own advice. Really. It was like, yeah, you got to start taking your own advice. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amen Absolutely. to that. It's true. Yes. <laughs> and, and to close it up, because I, I really enjoy our conversation, but we usually ask um, a very, how would I put it? A very important question, but at the same time with very different answers. It's, which, it's kind which, of how we like, because sometimes I'm like, is this person like this? Like life without limits is always geared towards people with disabilities. So I was like, we have to ask everybody because in that way yeah. it ties into the whole theme of the podcast. Well, <laughs> I'm and, I'm and excited. Not, now I want to know. And so. not only that, everybody, everybody has a different answer. So that's the cool yeah. part. Everybody has a different answer about that question. So we usually ask, how do you feel or how do you think you are living your life without limits? Or do you know if you're living your life without limits? That's the question. Yeah, I feel like I do, yeah, I need, I that's not that I feel like that's a very complex. Is that is does anyone else struggle with it? Yeah, it yeah, a lot of people do. There's a, there's a lot of people that do. Question to answer. Yeah. Do I live my life without limits? Yeah. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I feel like in regards to myself and my person and my business, I don't put limits. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a huge fan of um, like Jesse Itzler, Sarah Blakely, Sarah Blakely. She's the one that invented Spanx. There you go. There's your right. There you go. (laughs) Um, And having that ability to just say yes and, and figure out the answer afterwards. Yeah. Because a lot of times that's where our biggest growth comes from. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I think I try to lead through that with example, through my business, my, I'm married to my husband and he's actually an entrepreneur as well. So he owns two businesses. Okay. So we tend to try to push our children to get out of their comfort zone, Mm -hmm. to don't put limits on themselves in terms of what they can and can't do. Um, and, um, and what they can focus on and what they choose to do. There's a lot of times, sometimes they get frustrated or my son, my son will be building like he really, really into Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So I really liked building the Harry Potter Lego sets right now. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times he gets frustrated because it could be complex mm-hmm. and he'll just give up and he'll go, I can't do it. I can't do it. I need to walk away. I can't do it. Yeah. And a lot of times I come to him and I'm like, well, you're telling yourself you can't do it right now. So mm-hmm. maybe take a moment, maybe instead of telling yourself that you can't do it, maybe you're just having a frustrated moment and you need to recognize that in yourself and walk away, take a breather. Yeah. And come back to it because at the end of the day, I know you can do it. Yeah. And he always does. Yes. And that's the same thing with, with myself and, you know, with what I want to be able to achieve and, and where I see myself and and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed to not 
I don't know, have a little bit more flexibility, I guess, because we've got flexibility in our schedules and stuff like that too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Cause I admit all the time, I don't believe I'm living my life without limits yet. Like I, I stop myself and question things a lot, you know, and, and kind of hold myself back from experiences because I'm like, mm, I just want to stay home and uh, there's going to be so many people there and, yeah. you know, just sort of, yeah, all the time. So yeah, no, it's a work in progress. And like, you know, we've discovered it's, it's so different for everybody. It's so different for everybody. And that's the cool part. That is very mm. different from, from every person, right? It doesn't have to be outdoorsy. It doesn't have to be this whole risky yeah. all the time. It, 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 it could be different from everybody. Yeah. Sorry, you were going to say something, Christy, and I interrupted you. No, no, no. I interrupted you. I was going to say, I think, I feel like from my perspective, I think it's a lot of it on how you're raised. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and, and what your blueprinting and what, what, what your perspective of the world is as well too, on whether or not. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's That's very true. That's so true. So, so true. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like that makes you think. Well, thank you. Thank you, Christy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Christy, for this, this wonderful (laughs) reflection and wonderful conversation. Mm. Uh, Leah, do you have any last questions or any questions? I don't think so. I'm going to put all of your socials and all that stuff in the show notes so people can find you and call you because I mean, I might even because I do. I, I always figure, oh, when my daughter's gonna be 12. So I mean, it's not like she's young anymore, you know, but I still always kind of go, oh, when the kids are older, I'll figure it out. (laughs) Uh, okay, I think we're all trying to figure know. it out. I don't think we ever figure it out. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but yes, we can help you in your home. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think we should we should both hire her. You hire her first, and then I'll hire her after, yep. or vice versa. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Perfect. I would exactly. love to. That we could have so much fun. That, that would be, be awesome. really help. And I, yeah, the whole transition thing with seniors and all that, like that's huge. Um, I have grandparents, I have two grandparents that are still with us and yeah, it is that whole, it's yeah. So I can see, you know, they downsizing and all that and how that would be a help, you know, because they even like with my mom helping them, you know, but she's trying to do things, you know, for herself. And I think sometimes you don't want, like when my daughter sees her therapist, it's like, I know that sometimes she just doesn't want me giving her the advice. So Mm -hmm. it's always nice to have somebody from the outside come in and Mm -hmm. give a new perspective. So I love that about what you're doing. And and we've been hired by a lot of um, children by seniors Mm -hmm. because they're like, I'm working a full-time job. I've got, you know, children. I just don't have the time to be able to dedicate to my parents to help them through this. And then as as a child, sometimes it can be frustrating. Yes. with your parents because you're like mom like you don't you're downsizing you don't need this yeah. many christmas lights yes you're not going to need six christmas wreaths you're going to have one door at your new yes. house like you yes. don't need to bring this many wreaths yeah mm-hmm. and then your parents are like but but your hu- but your dad gave me this wreath i know so sometimes yeah. you it, it takes away that confrontation by having that third party yeah. and having us come in is one we're very well versed in it in coaching yeah. people on how to get through their things yeah. Um, and then two, sometimes it, it, it takes away that personal um, feelings out of it. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's just me saying mm-hmm. to, you know, your mom or your grandparents saying you're you're downsizing. You're only going to have one door. So yeah. can we take six wreaths and can we knock them down to two? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? And no, then when that. you have that that secondary person coming in, then they're like, oh, yeah. So people are a little bit more open to, to listen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I've seen that on hoarders. I have watched hoarders many times and noticed that. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen that. (laughs) Love it. Awesome. But we'll make sure everybody knows how to contact you. And Christy, if you want to mention your social media before we go, some people know how to find you. I mean, we're going to put it on, on the directory as, or the, the, the show as well. But if you want to let people know how to find you, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, email, whichever you prefer, that's fine. Yeah. So everything's just across the board. So it's um, sparksorganizing.com and that's S-P-A-R-X organizing.com. 
Um, and then on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, everything. It's all just at Sparks Organizing, S-P-A-R-X Organizing. Perfect. Very Perfect. easy, very simple all across the board. Yeah, that's great. Oh, perfect. Well, thank it's very, you. very organized. <laughs> Your social it, media handles are very organized. <laughs> it is very organized. That's so true. Well, thank you so much, Christy. And thank you, yes. Leah, for, for uh, finding Christy and for basically you, you stalk people. We know that for a fact. Well, she's been around. I just wish I knew a little sooner. But yeah, no, yeah. she's been around for a while. I'm just glad that she took the initiative to give us a shout out on social media. So that yeah. was really great. So thank you so much, Christy, for that. And, and for being such a great supporter from our organization, from what you do, bringing yes. your donations to our ambassadors. That's a huge, huge uh, donation to us. And we really do appreciate it very, yeah. very much. So yeah, from, much. from the operational side and from the organizational side as well. Yeah. So. That's cool. wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. It was so nice yeah, to talk to you. Great, guys. great conversation. No problem. Thank you. Thank and you. Uh, for the rest of you, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And uh, please continue to listen to our episodes. Please take a look at that. Buy a Leah a coffee or buy <laughs> coffee for this podcast. Yes. Uh, or so, so Leah can have her coffee. I'm not a big fan of coffee, but she is. I and promise I won't buy coffee with it. It will go towards. Uh, <laughs> it will go towards the podcast, and and I think it will be a good opportunity for 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 you guys to to take a look at it, take a look at what we do, and um, to just give us your feedback of what you think about the podcast. Right? Mm-hmm. We, also, we also need that. We just celebrated our one year anniversary. So uh, just take a look at that and uh, <laughs> let us know what you think about it. And uh, yeah, we will always, always there to to reply to your mes- to the messages on Instagram and every everywhere uh, you can find us. And so thank you very much. Please don't forget to live your life without limits. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye.